Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm the pastor of Release City Church, and this is our podcast. I'm super excited that you tuned in, and I really hope today's message encourages you, gives you a sense of hope, and inspires you to pursue all that God has created you to be. Now, let's jump right in to today's message. Nudge somebody beside you, tell them, say, God is with me, and God is with you. Amen. Welcome to church, everybody. Welcome to Release City. We are so glad you're here this morning. Uh, Those that are tuned in online and podcast later, we just want to recognize you and say it is an honor and a privilege for you to be tuned in and to be a part of what God is doing here in the city of Chiefland. Amen. Are you ready for the word today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have my sister in the house. Y'all give it up. Brittany Nicole, stand up for you. Just stand up. I know, I know, I know. It's in my DNA. I can't help it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Brittany Nicole. I got a text this week said, hey, are you going to be in town? Are you speaking this weekend? I said, yes, I am. And that led to conversation of, of um, she would be here today and, and she's over in Gainesville and attends a ministry there. And, and uh, so I had to quickly let her know what today was. So I wasn't the only Buckeye in the house today. And it was crazy because Ansley Grace and I came up here uh, Friday night or last night, last night. And um, we were bringing some of the props and things, and, and I was like, man, it's so good to be in, in God's house. You know, it feels good. You know, the air's working, praise the Lord, and all that. And I turned the corner, and I saw those gator signs glued to the doors, and I said, what in the devil is going on in God's house? So, so I put in my phone, take a check of who all has keys to the building. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... It, Oh, I know. I I wondered who it was, but then when I already saw her sacred towels and and blanket in her chair, I knew who was responsible for the decor in the house. Everybody say, go Gators. I can't even believe I just said that. (laughs) Y'all didn't think I knew that, did you? It's going to be a great day. It's the only time in Release City we were ever a house divided, and we're divided in many ways today. I know it's not just a gator territory. There's lots of people that travel down or move from the great state of Tennessee. Uh, there may be some Bulldog fans in here today. I'm looking around. I see a lot of Florida, Florida State. Um, yeah, all that, all that, all that, but it is good. Clemson. Tigers. Dabo. Okay, I got to get into the word, y'all. Don't even get me started. I got a story on Dabo, too. But anyway, I'm moving right along. See, I could, I, my, I, the Holy Spirit got my tongue right there. Just reel it on back. So last week, you ready to get into the word? Let's do it. So last week, um, we spoke, or spoke from the subject preparing for something new. We kind of been on this theme of, of what's in your future. What does God have for me? Surely he's got to have more for me. The answer to that is yes. Where you are, what you have, what you have in your marriage. You may even have a phenomenal marriage. I'm here today to tell you that God wants to give you more in your marriage. Hello, somebody. Nudge your, nudge your spouse. Say, that's for you, baby. <laughs> and for me. Hello. Okay. Anyway. And so in that talk of, of preparing for something new, our focus was on how God desires something new in our lives. And it could be, it could be your marriage. He wants to do something new in your marriage. He, he wants to do something new uh, in your family. He wants to do something new in your finances. Hello, somebody. We're getting ready to kick off. I think we're going to do the sign-up sheet starting next week, but Adam and Sarah are going to be taking us through uh, the, um, what's it called? Uh, Dave Ramsey class. It's Financial peace, that was what I was looking for. I couldn't, it was right there. Financial peace, I'm telling you, it's an incredible course um, that we want to help, help you go through uh, to help because I believe God has something for us and our finances. But we talked about in order for God to do something new, we had to build something that would sustain and hold the new. And we looked at the story about you, you can't put new wine into old wineskins because the new would then burst, it would, just, it would ruin the, the wine and, and then it would destroy the vessel. And so we know that God is doing something new in us, and we're building something new. He's building something new in us so that he can deposit something new, fresh in our lives. Amen? And so we talked about, you know, 
you could be a part of an amazing church service. You could come in on a Sunday like today and feel the presence of God. It's a great experience. And, and, we, and God begins to identify some areas in our lives that maybe we need to change. And, and we jump into the new week. We're fired up. We leave out of here. We have ice cream. And, and we go home and we're ready to tackle the week. And, and then we start trying to do better. Anybody ever been there? Everybody say try. We start trying to do better. We start trying to be a better spouse. We try, we, we try to, to spend more quality time with our family. We try to change some habits. And, and we, you know, I want to read the Bible more. We get into that routine. And, 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 and then something happens, and we feel like our trying gets sabotaged by one solitary moment of weakness. And then we're right back where we started. Anybody ever been there? Well, yeah, I'm trying, oh, it's going to be a great week. And then just one thing happens, and then you feel defeated, and, you, and you're like, well, maybe I'll try again next week. Anybody ever been there? And so today I want to give you one powerful tip, just one, that's going to help you and help us together to overcome this recurring pattern of I tried, I failed, and I'm going to give up until I feel like doing it again. I try, I fail, and I give up. It's just a recurring thing that happens, and... Today is just a simple message, but I believe it's going to be a huge impact in your life if you'll lean in and listen well. Amen? If you brought your Bibles, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and it will be on the screen for you. I'm going to begin with verse 24, and it says this, Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs? Everybody say everyone. everyone. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person I know this is counterculture. Hello. <laughs> Only one person gets the prize. There are no participation trophies, okay? And so we run to win. I've entitled today's talk simply this, run, <clears throat> run to win. Everybody say run, run. to win. Now, notice in this passage of Scripture, the Apostle Paul didn't say run to finish. He didn't say, I'll oh, just run for the fun of it. Y'all know that run for fun? No, no. How many knows it? Some, uh, <laughs> no, that's not either. But how many knows that sometimes running this race as a follower of Christ is not always easy and it's not always fun? Amen. But, but he said, and, and, and he didn't say just run for the participation trophy. What did he say? He said, run to win. The great theologian, Ricky Bobby. Y'all remember that movie, Talladega Nights? He said this, and I quote, if you ain't first, you're last. It reminds me of that, uh, that, 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 that employers used to say, if you're, if, you're not, if you're not running early, you're late. Y'all know, you ever heard that? If you ain't first, you're last. Now, if this scripture tells us that we're to run to win, and we know that God designed us in such a way that we were designed to win, then I got to ask, why is it that in so many areas of our lives, we're not winning? Why is it that we're not actually winning spiritually? We come to church, we worship, we give in the offering, we serve in other areas of the ministry. Why is it that we're not winning spiritually? We, we want to be close to God, yet we feel more distant from him than we ever have before. Who am I talking to today? We want to be financially strong, but we have financial setbacks. We, we want to be close with those around us and invest in our relationships and have a deeper connections, yet we feel more distant and disconnected than ever before. We want to overcome certain sins, but we just can't seem to break free. No matter how hard we try, we want to overcome anxiety and fear. Anybody in the house? I, I was listening to a podcast this week, and he, drew, he brought us to, this, to the verse where it says that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, and it clicked. Fear is a spirit. It's not an emotion. So when, for people who battle with fear and anxiety, you need to understand it's more than the emotion and the, and the outbreaks. and all. It's more than that. You're dealing and you're up against a spirit, an evil spirit that is wanting to hold you hostage for you not to enjoy your life because you're so bombarded by what's going on. And I'm here today to tell you, whatever you have going on, I'll say it again, let it go. God can handle it. Why is it if we're supposed to run to win, are we not winning? 
Today, I want to submit to you that perhaps one of the reasons why we may not be winning in some of these areas. Let me, before, I, before we unpack that, let, 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 I want to take just, just a second. Let, let's do this. Think about one area in your life that you'd like to change. Put it right there. What's one area in your life you'd like to change? Maybe you want to be in a better place financially. Maybe you want to be in a better place in your marriage. Maybe you want to be a better parent to your kids. Maybe you want to be a better employee. Maybe you want to be a better employer. Maybe you want to be a better leader. What is that one area that you would like to change? It could be physically. It could be a change that you want to make in your your physical appearance. I don't know what that is, but just think of whatever it is that you want to change. Then ask yourself, why haven't I seen change in that area? You want the change. How come you haven't seen change? From a biblical standpoint, here's one reason this may be happening. If you're taking notes, write this down. You've been trying too long. You've been trying too long. I'm trying to be a better Christian. I'm trying to be a better husband. I'm trying to be a better wife. I'm trying to be a better parent. You've been trying too long. And I'm going I'm to give you the alternative to trying. It's almost like trying has become the new theology in many Christian circles. We leave here. I'm going to try to, I'm gonna try to be a better Christian this week. That's, that's what we say, right? I want to try to be a better Christian. I'm going to try to start praying more. I'm, I'm going to try to be patient with my kids. I'm going to try to stop procrastinating, but I'll try that later. <laughs> Some of y'all got that. I'm going to try to eat better. I'm going to try to exercise. I'm going to try to be better with my money, but that thing that I've been looking at just went on sale. Hello? I'm going to try to be better. Where are my ladies at? Hey, all my men at? You got the gun, you, you, you know, that new gun, that new, that, new, that, new, um, that, new, that new rod and reel, that new golf club. We're going to do better, but oh my gosh. Anybody ever live by the YOLO effect? You only live once? Every time me and Amy try to, like, we're really going to strap down and and, and show some attention to our finances. And then something happens, we're like, well, YOLO, you only live once. Let's do it, right? (laughs) Could it be the reason that you, you've yet to see the change is because you've been trying, trying too long. Today, I want to give you a biblical perspective. I want to give you a biblical shift that's going to literally change how you think about change. I want to change this. Before I give it to you, I want to give you a foundational principle that you need to understand. And here it is. Everyone say real change. All right, you want to write this down? <clears throat> Real and lasting change is not a behavior modification. Real and lasting change is not a behavior modification. Real and lasting change happens when we've experienced a spiritual transformation. You can walk out of here and say, I'm going to try to be a better Christian. But until until you allow God's word to transform you, which is what it's supposed to do, if it just enlightens you and you don't do anything with it, you're going to still walk in the dark. You've got to allow God's word to transform you. And until you do that, you're just, it's just a behavior modification. You're just going to make a change. What, what do I mean? Real and lasting change doesn't happen simply by changing what we do on the outside. Real and lasting change happens when we allow God to change something on the inside of us. We allow him to transform and change our, our heart. It's a heart issue. Thy word have I hid in my that I will not sin against you. I, I remember dad, that, that verse dad would say all the time. <clears throat> Listen, if we change, if we just simply change a behavior and we don't allow God to change our heart, the behavior will return. Can I say that again? If we change a behavior, but it didn't come from a place where God changed something inside of me, oh, the behavior will come back. And you know it's true. It goes, it goes back to the trying too long concept. We've been trying to change an external behavior instead of allowing God to change our heart, which is on the inside. I'm just going to be honest. Without, without a heart change, the behavior usually tends to come back. So what are we going to do? What are we doing? What are we doing wrong? Why is that? We're trying to do better. 
We're trying to be more godly. We're trying not to cuss. Y'all look holy. I'm going to just look at you because, yeah. We're trying not to give somebody the one-way finger when we're behind the wheel of a car and they pull out in front of us. Hello? But I love my pastor. He keeps it real. Yep, real raw, and sometimes mm, it's ugly. (laughs) So why is it that we just can't seem to change? This is point number two, and it's the final one that I'm going to give you. Stop trying and start training. We're going somewhere. Hold on. Stop, stop trying and start training. Stop trying to change that area in your life and start training for it to be done. I want to show you what I'm talking about through this passage of scripture where Paul was writing to the Corinthians and he told them run to win. Not run till you get tired, not run till an obstacle pushes, gets in your way. Run to win. That means regardless, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to keep running. I've had plenty over the past three and a half years, I've had plenty of reasons to stop running. Anybody else? I mean, we could all stop running in 2020. I I was meeting with the pastor from uh, Destiny Community Church over in uh, Newberry this week and, 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 and met with him, Pastor Rocky, for the first time, Superman of God, and um, was just getting a tour of the building. We started talking about some things. I had said, hey, you know, we just purchased 12 acres. We paid cash for it, just kind of shared kind of where we are, and we're ready to, to embark on the next stage of this journey, and they just completed that journey, and, 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 um, and it, it was just, it was a, it was a phenomenal meeting. There was something I was going to say that out of that meeting, and I can't remember what it was. It just left me. Oh, that's what it was. So I just kind of shared with, you know, how, how in 2019, um, Dad and I transitioned the ministry coming into 2020. Um, we, and as soon as, I got, as soon as I said Dad and I transitioned on January 1st of 2020, his eyes got real big and he put his head down and he said, COVID. And I said, yes, because he knew. So we've all had plenty of reasons why we could have just thrown, it, thrown our hands up and threw in the towel and said, I'm just going to get by until I get to the sweet by and by. Everybody say, run to win. Run to win. So just a little context. Corinth, uh, that, that, that Paul was speaking to, Corinth was a city in Greece. And every four years, Greece would have these type of Olympic games, which were very competitive. Kind of like some of y'all in here with all your colors today. But every two years, they would have a, a local competition. And some of the competitions were back then were, were chariot racing. There were boxing. There was wrestling. There was even poetry. And so because of their competitive nature, the Corinthians uh, would have been leaning in when Paul started giving the words and started talking about running a race. Remember what I said last week? A lot of times the way that God uses people to speak to people is to speak in a language that they understand. They were competitive. They were all about games. And the apostle Paul said, the race you're running, run to win. Let's just keep on going. 1 Corinthians 9, and I'll go back to 24, and then we'll read through 27. It says this, Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. Then he goes on to say, All athletes are disciplined in their training. Everybody say discipline. They're disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose. That's how you run to win. You run with purpose. If you're just running with no purpose involved, you're going to get tired. And when something happens, you're going to give up. But when you have a purpose or you have a vision, and I'm not going to go back and re-preach what I just did a few weeks ago. Without a vision, you cast off restraint. Without a goal, you have nothing in mind. If you have a goal, it doesn't matter what gets inserted in your way. You're ducking and weaving and you're still going to move forward. Because I have a place that I'm going. But if I'm just nonchalantly or casually just, just skipping to the loo, my darling, instead of running my race, I'm going to give up. And many of you have been in your race and you didn't realize that it was a casual, just a casual, just a casual, you know, Ric Flair move. Just ca- no, no, you didn't realize it. But I'm here today to tell you, if you ever faced a moment where you just said, I'm through, I'm giving, I'm just going to get on by, just, just get by with it all. 
It's because you lost the vision for your life. It's time to reset and refocus today before we leave. We got just a few minutes left to do that. He goes on, he says, so I run with purpose in every step. I'm not shadow boxing. Everybody know what shadow boxing is? Just, you're just out here, just, you're just punching in the wind. There's no object. You're just shadow boxing. I know y'all seeing things, trying to figure out how I'm going to tie the two together. Y'all just hold on. I discipline my body like an athlete training to do what it should. I'm not trying to be a better Christian. I'm training to be a better Christian. I'm not trying to be a better pastor. I'm training to be a better pastor. I'm not trying to be a, a better dad or a better. I'm, I'm training to be that. That doesn't mean I'm there yet. It means I'm in training. That means that no matter what happens, I'm going to get there. Yes. And you will too. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that I will pre that, that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. He said they are disciplined in their training. What's so interesting is even back then, these athletes would go into crazy and intense. 10-month training. Have you seen the new, the new craze of to, 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 to strip down to shorts or whatever and, 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 and with no shirt on and get in an ice bath? Anybody ever done that? What is wrong with y'all? No, the people who do it. Like, I know there's probably a lot of reasons why, but that ain't me. There's a, that's, that's a whole other kind of training. That's, a whole, that's intense. That's crazy. And, and so they would do that back then, and, and, and they would do things like, completely change their diet like there would be no junk food i know some of y'all like well that's not me either bless god <laughs> right and 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 then there would be like no wine there would the runners would even this 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 it was i was researching this the runners would even strip down in the nude so that they nothing would hinder their speed and i'm here today to tell you if i was in a group of dudes and we, and, we're, and that's the way we're training I have, I, have, I have aspiration and a, and a motivation to be out in front and win that race. Hello, somebody. Listen, these wrestlers would train. Uh, they, would, they would even train in the snow sometimes just to prepare and get ready for the elements. They would train with bulls. They would train with horses. And sometimes they would train with lions. They were training to win. Trying means that I'm going to give it my best shot, but I'm looking for a way out. Yes. I'm going to try to stay married, but if he or she don't act the way I need to, sayonara, baby. Yeah. But I'm trained. I'm in training. That means I'm going to go through some things. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to sweat, and I'm going to. I may. I may get hurt. I may. Ha I may have some some scars, some battle scars. But I'm in training to 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 press forward. I'm going to win my race, and I'm here today to tell you the race that you're in. You too are going to win your race. I declare that over your life today. You will win. You are a winner. You are a champion. Something that's important to point out is nowhere in Scripture do you ever find it. Where, that we're in the Bible where it says, try to be godly. Instead, uh, 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 the Apostle Paul said this in 1 Timothy 4, 7. He said, instead, everybody say instead. Train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. So we train ourselves to be godly. We train ourselves to be better Christians. Some of y'all are athletes. We're athletes in school. So you, you're, you're picking up on, on the vibe. If there's a goal that you want to you reach, there's some, there's some tough stuff you're going to have to do to get there. And for too long, the church is just, we just been, it's just casual Christianity. Don't want to ruffle no feathers. Don't want to upset nobody. I'm here today to tell you it's time for you to get your feathers ruffled. It's time for you to push up your sleeves. The enemy, is after, the, the, many, the enemy is after our community, our city, and our families. And it's time to give him a... I, stop shadow boxing with him. Hey, devil. This is the day. This is... No, it ain't, it ain't. It's not a sock hop. Worship is my weapon. Yes, yes, it's my adoration and it's my expression of what God is doing on the inside of me, but my worship is also a weapon. Before I leave the house, I say, Alexa, play Elevation Worship from Apple Music. 
Alexa, play the belonging company from Apple Music. Why? Because I want the Spirit of the Lord to be in my house. I don't want anything just because the man of God leaves the house. I don't need anything else trying to infiltrate my home. That's a difference maker, man. I'm telling you, worship is a weapon. If you don't know how to pray, you put something out and you let somebody, you let somebody else bring the anointing in your house. It will change the atmosphere. We train to be godly. Dallas Willard, who was an American, uh, American philosopher, said these words, and I quote, As disciples, we're not trying to be different, but we are training to be different. We're not trying to be different. We're training to be different. You're thinking, Bradley, you, you made your point. You, like, you beat this, this horse for the past 20 minutes. What's the difference between trying and training? I'm so glad you asked. What does it mean to be trying, to try? Listen, trying is an attempt to change with minimal commitment. The truth is, you have to give it more than just half-heartedly. A half-hearted attempt with a little leeway to fail. It's an attempt to change with minimal commitment. That's trying. But when you're training, you have an entirely different mindset. And today I'm hoping that when we leave here in just a moment, I'm hoping that you're going to adapt this, this. I'm no longer trying. I'm training. I'm training for something. There's something God has for me. There's a place he wants me to go, and I'm training for it, and I'm going to run my race, and I'm not giving up. That's what we do. Training is a wholehearted commitment to achieve a specific goal. It's an all-in, fully committed mindset to achieve a specific result. Trying is showing up and hoping for the best. Training is much different. When you're, when you're in training, you get the gear. When you're in training, you get the gear and you get a game plan. Everybody say, get the gear. Create a game plan. See, if you're a runner, the thing we know, anybody, anybody any runners in here? Anybody like to run cross, cross? Runners, yeah. The thing we know about runners is you own tennis shoes that are more than $30. If you're a diehard runner, am I telling the truth, Britt? Britt likes to run. You don't, you, I'm going to be careful, but it's going to take more than a buddy shoe, okay? You follow me? It's going to take a shoe that is, that's going to have aerodynamics. Uh, they have these hokas that, that are actually built like a ship. And it's like they're, 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 this end goes that way and that end goes that way. So as you're moving, it's like you're just cruising along. You're just floating on a cloud. It's the gear. So you got the shoes. You got the socks that... That, that absorb your sweat. No, nobody likes sweaty, nasty, stinky feet, right? And you're not buying the, you're not buying the, the 1980s, right? Because you, you've been working too hard on those legs and, and them sexy but godly legs, right? And, and you, so, so you don't want that tan line. You got to have those, those ankle socks just right, but they got to they absorb the sweat. And you got those nice little shorts. Bless God. That's, anyway. You got the water bottle. You got the hat, right? You might even have the fanny pack. Y'all know they bring the fanny pack back. That's okay, Pastor B. He's not going to have one. I didn't have one then. I won't have one now. And you may have the fanny pack so that as you're doing your cross country, you need a little snack. You get in there and get that little nugget bar or whatever. I don't know what they eat. It looks like food that squirrels eat. I don't know. But I'm on a different training path. Mine includes McDonald's fries. My training includes... Um, <laughs> somebody said, I thought you work out. I do. I work out in the gym so I can do that. I work out in the gym so I can go to Wendy's and get the Biggie Fry and the, and the chocolate Frosty. That's why my shirt, I came out this morning and Amy said, it's a little tight. I said, I know, baby. Oh, it's a work in progress. That was her way of saying it's time to go up a size. That would mean that large is next. Stay out of the drive-thru, I know. I took my Release City Church sticker off the back of my car so y'all wouldn't see me. I just float right through there. Y'all wouldn't even know I was there. All right, you got to get the gear because you're in training. The same is true in fishing. How many fishermen are you like? I don't know a lot about fishing, but I, I'm pretty sure you got to have a rod. You got to have, you got to have, you got to have, um, what's that stuff y'all put on there? Not that. The, the, 
the line. You got to have the line. Garrett, I was looking at you, man. Try to help me out. I'm looking like crazy. Like, we know you don't know nothing about fishing. You got to have the tackle box. You got to have the bait. You got to have the hook. You got to have the lures. You got to have um, weights. And I say that. And, and if you're really, really a committed uh, uh, fisherman, you, gotta, you got the boat. And if you're really down, you got the lake house to go with the boat, right? What I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got all that. What is all that? That's the gear. How many of y'all like to go hunting? I already know in a couple months, we won't see y'all for a while. Y'all got the gear. You got, you got all, that, all the stuff. You've been, you've, been, you've, been, you've been throwing out deer, um, corn. See, I don't even know a lot about hunting either, but there's no shame in my game. I'm just going to keep it real. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Anyway, so the bottom line is get the gear. If you're in training to be a better, if you want to be a better husband, man, get a book. Oh, Pastor B, I don't, like to, I don't like to read. That's fine. You can get an app on a phone. It'll read it for you. You're making those 45-minute drives to a workplace or whatever. Man, start, instead of, instead of uh, listening to garbage, man, it, it, it's training. I'm training. I'm training. Then after you get the gear, you get a game plan. If you're training, you don't just show up and hope for the best. I guarantee you, all of y'all's little Gators and, and, and all, all, all y'all's football teams and, and the Buckeyes, the first time we see them, it's not going to be this weekend or next weekend or whatever the first game is. When they hit this field, when they hit the field, that's not going to that's, that's be the first time. What have they been doing? They've been training. They've adjusted their diet. Why? Because they want to win. There's, there's, there's training that's been happening that you don't see. You see me up here for 25, 35 minutes on a Sunday. Someone like, y'all pushing it. You're almost there, B. I know. But what you don't understand is there's some training that's going on behind the scenes. I didn't just start training to be your pastor when dad had the conversation in 2019 that we're going to take a year and we're going to transition January 1. I didn't just start, I didn't just start training. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to be a pastor. No, no, no. I've been training to do this all my life. I could tell you story upon story upon story. I, I won't bore you. But there's all kinds of moments that were training me for this moment. And can I just be honest? I know y'all seem like, man, you're, I, I, Pastor B, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're a good communicator. I don't see that. I get nervous. Every week it makes me sick to have to come up here. The, the me, my flesh. But I'm in training I don't care what people in this community, I don't care if people, oh, he, don't, he don't do, he tells too many jokes and he wears hats on the platform and he's got all this stuff and driving John Deere tractors in the church. What's God about that? Let me tell you something. Whatever it takes to get you fired up for the kingdom of heaven and get you on the right path and stop trying and start training to be better, Amen. I'll do it. <laughs> I already told Adam, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to have a roll-up door in our church behind the stage so that I can pull out any piece of equipment and roll it up in there that I want to. We're going to reinforce the stage. I'm not going to have to suck it in to try to get through the door. I will do everything I can to impact the kingdom and to help God. I don't have to help God. All I got to do is just be a vessel. Be yielded to him to remain yielded and stay a vessel so that you can, you can get on the path to win. You are a winner. So why do we come in here? We got our gear. We got our Release City Church. We got our release hats. Yeah, I did the Buckeye thing. But this, this, there's two things about my life. I love my church family, and I love my Buckeyes. I mean, Buckeyes and church family. <laughs> and, and in just a few weeks, we're going we're gonna to start sell, We're going to make these available for you guys to purchase those that want the hats. But I, I'm just like, that's, that's, that's what I'm about, man. I'm, a buck, I'm about my family. I'm about the Buckeyes, and I'm about Jesus. Not in that order. I'm about Jesus, I'm about my family, I'm about this family, and then the Buckeyes are in there somewhere. Amen? If there's something in your life that you want to change, if you don't hear anything else I say as I, as I get ready to wrap this up, I'm telling you to train for it. Read a book, download an app, watch a YouTube video, get a gym membership, hire a trainer. You got the gear, you get the plan. In training, you're going to have bruises and bumps. Through my training of my life, through, through, through training to get me to this moment, to stand here today, 
Have I, have I messed up sometimes? Absolutely. Did I have moments where I wanted to give up? Uh, yep. Did I try? Yes, I did try. I was trying to get the heck out of Dodge before 29, before the conversation with Dad and I. I, was, I tried to put my house on the market three times. I was like, God, I got, it, it can't be me, God. It can't be me. But God said, no, it has to be because you don't know what's ahead. And I'm going before you, and I'm going to walk with you through it. And he did. And I'm here today to tell you that God knows, he knows where you've been, he knows where you are, and he knows where he's going to get you to. He's going to get you there. And it was this message that was inside of me to tell you, start, start training, stop trying. There's a place he's trying to get you to. If you're here today and you want to get closer to God, you don't have to try to be more godly. Get some gear. What's gear? Download the YouTube. Download the YouTube version app on your phone, the Bible app. Start a, start a plan. It's training. You're training yourself. Typically training. If you have a trainer in a gym, a trainer is pushing you to do something you've never done before. That's why you can't get it because you're not willing to do what you've never done to get there. Are you following me? So training, training is going to involve what you're not accustomed to. Get the gear. Get a Release City Church shirt. Get, get a Release City Church hat. Get the gear. Start pumping worship music in your car instead of the trash. Get the gear. Buy an Alexa for your house. Play worship music in your house. Get the gear. Why? Because there's a game plan. What's the plan? It starts with going to church. You don't wake up on a Sunday and go, hey, honey, we're going to church today. No, 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 no. You're going to church. Why? Because you're in training. The guy that I train with, uh, that I've really been training with since almost we moved here, has had to be out for uh, a, a few weeks. And there's a couple of the individuals that, that are also in the gym at the same time said, hey, B, we're so proud of you. You're still showing up. I said, this would be real easy for me to stay in the bed at 4 a.m. It's easy to do that, but it's hard to get back on schedule. So I'm going to show up. See, back then when I first started, 2015, 2016, something like that, if he would have been out, I'd have been out. No cap, like for real, like I, no joke. I would have been out. I'm not even, I, you out, I'm out. I'll take the liberty to sleep in. But now, I don't need him walking beside me. There's going to be a time you're going to be like, yeah, Pastor B, feed me, feed me, feed me. But there's going to be a time where you go, Pastor B, we love you. I'm not saying you to leave. Hello. Follow me. But instead of calling Pastor B, you're going to, I'm tapping into what I got on the inside because I'm training for this. Are you, are you following me? It's, it's getting connected. That's, that's part of the plan. It's getting connected. It's getting on a serve team. We don't exist to come, we do not exist to come in here for ourselves. We exist to be in here, yes, to edify and glorify God and to, and to learn ourselves, but we're also here to serve others. Amen? Everybody say, I'm in training. Let me say this. The gear isn't important if you don't have a plan. The gear isn't important if you don't have a plan and an execution plan. Bottom line, stop, it's time to stop trying and start training. In closing. This week, <clears throat> on Monday, I received a text message from a person, an individual who's no longer in this state, but he has been a member in a family, part of this family, this church. And I received a text message. And before he wrote, he sent me this poem that he wrote. And the Holy Spirit, as I was getting ready this morning, he said, I need you to go print, print the poem. You're going to use it today. He was actually going to try to be here today. And, and wasn't able. And that's what he said. I'm not going to be able to be there today. What's the login to get to live?
he wrote these words. He said, oh, and this morning he said, oh, by the way, you have my permission to, to use the poem. I was like, I was actually going to ask you. I already printed it off. He said, I want to be healthy. I want to be free. I wonder if it's a sickness or is it just me? The battles have been tough. The tears have been real. I ask God to touch our heart and stop the pain that we feel. I feel so empty. Like I just can't get it right. But even when all seems lost, no, I'm still in this fight. I've made poor choices. I accept all blame. One day I'll break this curse and walk without shame. The road to recovery is often long and rough. I know God is with me even when the battle is tough. I will keep moving forward. I will find a way. I will conquer the night and I will seize the day. I want to be healthy. I want to be free. I want to take you places that you always wanted to see. It's time to put addiction aside and get on with my life. I want to spend time with my kids and love on my wife. I'm going to find a way, no matter how hard it seems. I'll climb over mountains or even walk through streams. Alcohol will not defeat me. I will prove this is true. Come hell or high water, I'm on my way back to you. I will be healthy and I will be free. I will win this battle. You just wait and see. I don't remember how I responded to the text, but I, I remember it feeling this, he's already there. He's already there. Like an athlete, you're fighting for something that matters, church. As a follower of Jesus, like an athlete, you have a vision and you have a goal worth fighting for. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear, I fear that after, I pre after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. My friends, if you're here this morning and you've ever felt disqualified, I'm here today to tell you wherever you've been, whatever you've done, whatever conversation it was, it does not disqualify you. The blood of Jesus covers And I don't know if you're watching, but all the places that you've been and everything you've been through, you are not disqualified. You are qualified, my friend. I'm tired. I'm tired, I'm tired of the enemy bashing God's people. Enough is enough. It's time to get the gear. It's time to get the gear. I'm telling you, it's time to get the gear. It's time to get on with your life. It's time to stop living in the past. It's time, it's time, it's time to start training. Are you willing to train? Are you ready to stop trying? Are you tired of the devil pushing you around? You tired of it? Getting you down? Sometimes you just feel like he's just sitting on you? Huh? Stand up, I said stand up devil. You start telling him what to do. Stop letting him push you around. 
The devil is not a, a little creepy dude with, some, with a pitchfork and some horns. He's the enemy of your soul. And it's time to start, it's time to start taking the devil. Come on. You want some of this devil? Come on. Start training. Why will you not stand up? Do you hear what he said? Because you're more powerful than him. How do I know that? He, in his own way, he just said it. Because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. And I'm going to go back. And the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. And you are not disqualified. Sometimes you need to look in the mirror and go, I'm qualified. I'm qualified. I'm qualified. I'm qualified. I'm qualified. Devil, I'm qualified. I'm qualified. Are you being violent? Stop being a pansy with the devil. Man, you, you knock him down. No, I said, stay down, devil. And you grab him by the throat. And you start letting the word of God from that download, that app you got, you've been putting in your spirit. See, when you start doing that, you're training. Then when the enemy tries to show up and, and put it, no, 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 devil. This is my family. This is my house. This is my church. This is my pastor. This is my family. This is my friends. This is my city. It's time to stop playing games. Stop trying and start training. Would you stand all over this room, please? I don't know how that got delivered today. I don't know how you received that, but I'm here. I just believe that it it did not fall on deaf ears today. Who is here today? This is I'm sick and tired of trying. And I'm training. I'm training. If that's you, would you just throw your hand up? I'm sick and tired of trying. I'm, I'm I'm training. I'm training. Today's a change. It's training. No more trying. Training. Tessa, before I move, I'll be off the camera. That's okay. Podcast don't even know what I'm doing. That's okay. In the name of Jesus. 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 Father, bring healing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we, we, we bind every assignment that has already been written. And we pour the blood of Jesus over that assignment now in the name of Jesus. We speak healing in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that just that you begin from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Father, your healing power would begin to flow now in the name of Jesus. There is still work to be done. There is still a calling on her life in the name of Jesus. 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 And then somebody said, What was that? That's somebody who's fighting for their life. And it's time for us to gear up and stand in the gap. For other, well, yeah, but I got my own battle. But I'm telling you, there is something that moves heaven when you stand in the gap for somebody else and you get in the way of the enemy's assignment for them and, and you start taking the point. You start taking the hit. 
No more shadow boxing. No more shadow boxing. Gear up. If you're here today and you say, I'm tired, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And you're tired of trying and you're ready to train, get down here as fast as you can. I got, I got something for you. I got something for you. Because this is not just a cute little message. Come on, I got something for you. I got something for you. Uh, 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 uh. Yep, come help me. Yep. What is this? This is a reminder. You put it on a keychain. You put it by your bed. You put it on a magnet on your refrigerator. All them times you get up in the night, you, you need to be reminded, I'm a champion. I am a, I'm in training. Everybody, everybody that's down here gets one. Everybody that's down here get one. You just, just get one and pass it down. That's not the way I That's fine. I don't care. I, but I want everybody to have one. It's important that you have something tangible in your hands to be reminded, I am in training. I'm not trying, I'm in training. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, give me a red one. Trade it up with me. I wanted to give you this one. Obviously, yeah. You've been in training. God has not forgotten, Brittany Nicole. You've seen, you know. You, you stay in the fight. Brittany Nicole, you stay in the fight. Brittany Nicole, you stay in the fight. As our dad said, stay in the fight. devil will not have my family and Joshua Kenneth Houston Texas stay in the fight be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go done just 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 breathe that in. just breathe that in the presence of the Lord is in this place you have felt the presence of God today in this place let's take that to our city good enough to pray I let him I want him to bless the house every week quit trying training day starts now well thanks again for tuning in To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. For more content from Release City or just to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms at Release City Church or through our website at releasecitychurch.org. We love you. And until next time, the best is yet to come.